Yeah, we get first uh, of July, Canada Day. Then we do the first Monday in August is the civic holiday, and the first Monday in September is Labor Day. School That's always starts so. the day after Labor Day. So, it's like same, last it's year, it's the same. You don't have a proper summer to celebrate it. Oh, I know. <laughs> Actually, it is something like twenty-seven degrees today. Yeah, it's been nearly thirty here today. Oh, I've been I've been outside for most of it. Ooh. So I've, yeah. I've, no, I've noticed as well that I've got a little bit of red coming on my face <laughs> and all, which is, is is the equivalent of me getting a tan. I'm the same way. I I burn and then I I'm tanned for the rest forever. Oh, or I'm not, like I'm, six I'm, just burn, burn, get off the plane on the way home, completely <laughs> white again. That's no, I, I, I burn and then it fades to a tan and then I keep that tan for a ridiculous length. Like I once worked on like the locks, you know, the boat elevators Ooh. and over the summer and my uniform was like shorts and like boots with socks. So I had like from, you know, six inches, well, four inches above my ankle to just above my knee. That was dark. December. I go somewhere semi-formal. I'm wearing nylons. My friend's like, why are you wearing socks under your nylons? I'm like, that's my tan line from the summer. She's like, it's December. I'm like, that's my indigenous blood. You think, you'd think Canada would, uh, would, would freeze it all away very quickly. So as soon as it gets to November, you'd think, right, that's it. Everyone, everyone's tan Everyone's goes. tan's gone. Yeah, no. I keep hold of mine. Um. Do you know what this podcast is? Because I'm pretty sure one of the I have reasons. No clue. One of the reasons I wanted you to do it is that I don't think I've told you about it. And also, mm -hmm. the TV show that it's about, I'm pretty sure you won't have seen, okay. and ideally have never heard of. Ah, because so I'm trying to get first people, reaction. Kind of, I've tried to get people on from like experts to fans to casual fans to people who saw it once or twice right uh but someone who hates it um <laughs> and now i want someone completely oblivious uh, oblivious i say oblivious, oblivious instead yeah, uh, to it. and um right uh, well, i guess we'll find out well but yeah the, the show is called prisoner cell block h I do not think I've seen this one. I it sounds vaguely like I might have heard you maybe talk about it once. That's what I was thinking. I'm pretty sure everyone's heard me talk about it. That's the only issue. But, but it depends I, how much I've given away. I don't think I know really what it's about. I'm assuming it's some kind of like documentary type. Oh no, it's not a documentary. No, it, okay. It, it just feels like it's so realistic. It's, yeah, I think uh, you were saying there's like lots and lots of episodes, and you watch them randomly late at night. Yeah, and all out of order. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much what I, I think. What that's I do. what I know about it. 
Uh, right, let me let me check. I can change my back in now. There you go. Here's the cast. Ooh, that looks impressively eighties. Um, Especially the blonde at the end. Yeah, started started nineteen seventy nine. Run until about um, uh, nineteen eighty six, I think. Okay. So um, Australian. Um, the it started being shown over the UK in the late eighties. What happened okay. was in about nineteen eighty six or something like that. Um, the BBC started showing Neighbours as a daytime um, soap, Australian okay. soap. Yeah. It was. It became ludicrously successful. So other channels started showing Australian soaps as well, um, and there was Home and Away, which was kind of like a minor success. There were other ones like Sons and Daughters, Flying Doctors, things like that that were on during the day. But this one uh, was um, shown very late at night, as, as in like half past 11 at night and occasionally half past midnight, depending on where you were in the country. Um, it, it's not that bad in terms of its content that would deserve... It, it to be put on that light. Oh. So it's, it's not too violent. The language isn't too bad. For a second, I thought you were talking about the quality of the acting. Well, I, I, I'm not being drawn on that at this time. <laughs> um, uh, but, and so because um, the way ITV works, there are all lots of independent franchises across the country. So one would start it, and then it'd become quite popular and be like a cult hit. And then six months later, another one would start it. And then another one would start it. And so it's all been shown all over the country, but at completely different times. And there are different um, times during the series. So if you go, to, if you went on holiday somewhere 100 miles away and you've got all oh, prisoners on, I'll watch this. You could be looking at an episode two years in the future. That's, um, that's, that's kind of how it worked. Um, yeah, it's it's a cult classic, I think okay. is the, the word. Some people say it's shit. <laughs> so some people say everything about it is shit. The acting, the writing, the production values. On occasion, I think some of those people have a point. But overall, what you get is something unique, I think. So what the same things that some people think make it shit, other people think make it fantastic. See, I appreciate that from an Elvira Mistress of the Dark sort of. This is like the Australian equivalent movie. It, it's a horribly <laughs> bad movie, but it's so good. That's what. Yeah, that's what my. I always think this is the greatest TV show of all time. Right? <laughs> just just because it isn't necessarily any good, it doesn't yeah. mean it's not great. Exactly. I, I'm with you there. I, I can appreciate that. And um, as I mentioned, it ran from like 1979 to 1986. Uh, weekly, an and to start with, I think it was twice weekly. So okay. there's a lot of episodes. So um, what I've been doing and on this podcast is I put a random, get a random number generator. Okay. I put the one in and I put the last episode in and I just hit random and then it comes up with an episode number and okay. that is the one we watch. Okay. 
All right, and the, the episode it's thrown at this time is episode 337. Now, what, okay. what, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that as a number? Well, that's actually pretty impressive for the number of episodes. How many episodes in total? Um, this isn't even halfway. <laughs> that's impressive for a TV show, any TV show. Like, most shows are like, 100 episodes, woo! Well, there's, a, there's that, um, is it, I think it's a Simpsons joke about... Um, the longest running English sitcom. Right. I, I, go, I go, yeah, it, it had 12 episodes. <laughs> because, because like, like Faulty Towers and stuff well, like yeah, that. Well, English- yeah, only has 12. Got maybe one or two people writing it rather than a whole room full of people. And that's yeah, why- and it depends on what country you're in. Like for North America, depending on the era, anywhere from like 25, 30 episodes when you're looking back in like the 60s and 70s for a season, where now, you know, you're lucky if you get 20. It's normally, because it's a season over there as well, it's so it's, there are TV seasons. There's like the summer and winter ones, aren't there? So shows well, run the, the length of those. So they are like 20 odd episodes. Yeah, because in North America, we have like a summer season. So you're getting like things that only have eight or 10 episodes, or you get like the real season, which is your fall through spring and that's, that's, when, usually, that's, that's when Seinfeld was on that's how I that's yeah. how I knew that yeah Seinfeld used and to so run. you get like you get usually you'll get a, maybe a new episode in September you'll get one a week in October November you'll get a couple in December because yes, Christmas weird. they don't show them <laughs> January you might get three February four March four April four sweeps is in May so that's when all the big important stuff I goes. should have been counting I should have been totting these up as you've got and uh let's yeah, say so, 20 let's say 20 something yeah exactly like i said it, it's around it all, 20 25 it out like but like new ones do like first half season second half season where you might only get eight or like eight episodes so i was a fan i was a back. fan of lost uh back in the day i mean don't judge me but um yeah. oh, i watched the first couple seasons oh i, I stuck with it to the end i think it was one of those ones where you get to the end and you go oh no that was rubbish but that um used to annoy the hell out of me because you get a new episode and then you wouldn't get another episode for like two weeks and then you'd get three weeks where there's an episode then two more weeks where there isn't one yeah Yeah, because like end of february is usually a weird one where they don't put new episodes and like, I, think there like was a, I think there was a writer's strike as well during it, which didn't help. Yes. Or, 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 yeah, or possibly had had no effect, bearing in mind they were making it up as they went. Yeah. It's yeah, and, well, <laughs> writer's strike now, too. Well, actor strike. Yeah, but I don't really watch any telly these days. Mm. So that, that's why I'm reduced to doing a podcast about a yeah. uh, 40 year old Australian yeah. drama. Actually, I've been re watching, I just re watched Babylon 5, all the seasons of that. I haven't seen the first four, so I'm not going to jump straight in. Ah, and now I'm watching (laughs) SG-1. Don't know what that is. Stargate? (laughs) No, I don't know. Sounds a bit bit sci-fi. Is it sci-fi? It is very sci-fi. Okay. That's that's probably why I don't know what it is. Yeah, I I forgot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, why do you need science fiction when you can have hard-hitting drama like like this yeah exactly that's what it's all about is you got sopranos you got the wire and you got prison cell block h you're done why make any more tv yeah it's not going to get any better than that right so as i said we're going to be doing episode um 
we're going to watch three, three, seven. Okay. Um, but in order to give you a bit of a clue as to what's going on, okay. Um, I've uh, got a recap of episode three, three, six, just so you could hear where the okay. characters are up to. Okay. The, all, all the storylines that are currently going on, and you, you'll, have, you'll have questions like, "Why are there so many characters?" And <laughs> um, how long did that episode last for? Yeah. Yeah, you'll probably be thinking things like that. All right. So let let me. Um, Play this recap of okay. episode 336. Francis tells Judy she's now married to Wilbur Hunter and Judy is now an aunt. She can't understand when Judy tells her Francis is also an aunt, as she has a daughter of her own. Judy doesn't believe Francis' claim that she wants to make up for lost time together, and tells her she suspects her of wanting to prevent her getting any share of their father's estate. Hazel is brought to Wentworth, still drunk, Meg is incredulous at the charge of armed robbery and starts to question her, but Joan overhears and asks if she needs any help with the official induction procedure. Oh, oh, Hazel. Hazel is welcomed by the other women in the dining room and is just starting to explain that she was caught passing money she didn't know was stolen when she meets the eyes of Jean glaring at her from another table and freezes. Jean catches up with her later as the women leave the dining room and warns her to keep her mouth shut. B notices and wants to know what's going on, but Hazel won't say. When Judy comes to visit Jean, Erica explains about the no communication rule and asks her to act as liaison with the women until a social worker can be appointed. Judy is taken to see Jean in the garden and asks her to get Hazel off the hook, but she refuses. As Judy arrives to visit Francis at her hotel, she is on the phone to America, which reveals that she is conniving to trick Judy out of her share of the inheritance. Maxine and Lizzie make a lot of noise arguing about Lizzie taking food from the dining room to give to Hazel. Meg tells them to keep their voices down slightly ahead of the arrival of Joan, who takes a different approach and wants to dock the women by 12 points, but Meg overrules her. Judy gets drunk with Francis and I'll tells her she points. never hated her or any of the family. Francis accepts Judy's invitation to come and stay at the halfway house. Lizzie suggests that the points chart could be amended as the officers change shift, if she could get into the staff room to change the book there to match it. Meg objects to Erica that her car was searched by the gate guard, but Erica explains that Joan has mentioned to Ted Douglas that they are stepping up security so she has to go along with it. So Hazel sees a solicitor, who warns her the police have a strong case, including a signed confession, which he shows to Hazel. She says that she can't really remember but even if she'd been drunk she wouldn't have confessed to a robbery in a place she's never even been to. B works out that since Hazel seems to have got the money while she was in the halfway house, it's likely she stole it from Jean, and confronts her but Jean denies any knowledge of it and asks B for her proof. B says she'll get it somehow. Trixie Mann arrives in Wentworth charged with soliciting. Judy confirms B's suspicions that Hazel is innocent of the bank robbery and that Jean complained of having money stolen but wouldn't go to the police. Paddy is indignant that Hazel has to suffer as a result of the no lagging rule. Joan tells Colleen that this the is one episode of goods they shouldn't have and accuses Meg of bringing goods in. As Meg is just leaving at the end of her shift, Joan insists that she should be body searched. Meg agrees if Joan will be searched too, so she backs down. 
Lizzie hovers around outside Erica's door while delivering her tea tray and overhears Meg complaining about Meg wanting to body. I feel like this is the her. audio description of the episode. tells her who really it's did the bank job Hazel is accused of. Colleen delivers Paddy back to the laundry as Jean is taken to see the governor, making the connection plain to everyone. B admits that Paddy has guts, but says she'll need them if she's lagged on Jean. D.S. Tanner visits Erica in response to her phone call, although he still believes Hazel did the bank job, he has checked Jean's fingerprints and they reveal her to be Nola McKenzie. Nola comes back to the laundry wanting a talk to Hazel, and admits she's an escapee from Parkwoods in Western Australia and was inside for a double murder, one of them a cop. B and Chrissy realize this means she was facing a death sentence and Nola sarcastically thanks Buddy for putting a noose back around her neck. There you go. I mean, what an episode that was. That does sound like it. there was a lot in that episode. Though I'm still confused by one girl saying, arguing about not the other girl not being able to be an aunt because she's also a mother. I was like, that's a very confusing thing. But... I might have to explain that. Essentially, Judy, the one who uh, Frances, her sister, was surprised was a mother, is a lesbian. And uh, that's why she is surprised that she had a kid years ago. Ah, okay. They missed was... that bit out in the recap. Yeah, I was like, well, but if they have a kid, then of course they're an aunt. And why can't two people be aunts? But okay. So, so that that's why. I mean, the, I mean, you could say adoption and stuff like that as well, yeah. or fertility treatment and things. Yeah. But yeah, this was just that's a, you're a lesbian. It's a surprise that you you had a kid twenty years ago. I mean, true enough. That. that is true. Uh, also, the the amount of times in that that Gene was mentioned. Yes. And then right at the very end, they go, Gene, Gene is Gene. someone Gene, else. Gene is Nolan McKenzie. Shock! Surprise! This will be interesting. <laughs> it will definitely be interesting. It's just, in, I mean, in order to give you a hope in hell, I had to play that anyway. I do that every week, but I think yeah. you probably needed it the most. Just uh, probably n- name recognition and stuff. Yeah, like that. I, I'd be like, I heard that name. You heard hundreds of names. I heard a name, yeah. <laughs> People who are doing stuff and... That's that's essentially the premise of this. It's people who are doing stuff in a prison. That's um, and, and a also, halfway house apparently, and also outside of prison, which often results of them going to prison, being back to prison. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Mm. And sometimes you can play the brilliant game of, oh, haven't seen these people before. I wonder how <laughs> they're going to end up in prison. It's uh, <laughs> there's loads of of uh, entertainment you can have with this mm. uh, with this show. Watching it is just one way of enjoying it. All right, okay. So now you're fully up to speed with. Uh, I, I, all, I think as much pre- as I'm going to get. The, the preceding 336 hours of this TV show. Yeah. Right. So let's have a look at what happens um, in episode 336. Okay. I reckon Mrs. M's going to toss it in. The freak's given her as hard a time as us. Oh, as Chrissy laid them on the left. Except when they're bent and running skin, that is when they are most dangerous. Why is Ferguson cook on Mrs. Morris then? Because she lagged on her. I won't back away from you. Haven't you been doing just that? It's watching the Aussie slang, the lag. I'm going to assume that's like tattle. It won't last. 
Yeah, no, no grass in Wigsack. I'll be waving you goodbye. You already tried that. That's, that, that's Jones work. sitting down. Ah, uh, AKA the freak. The uh, it isn't shown the, the, the lady who was like no, a. No, that was Jean. Oh, okay. The other like, officer wait, is. The other officer is Mary. That's Nola McKenzie on the left. Formerly Jean. been inside before. Parkwoods. Two murders. One a cop. Wait, did she say she was at Hogwarts? One jail, same as the other. Um, I don't think so. Parkwoods, I think. Death for cops. It's another prison that you yeah. never see. Yeah. Oh. I like the plaid shirts that are a part of this uh, prison uniform. Do you know what you've done, Lawson? They all go khaki soon. A In a couple of years, they'll all go khaki. Oh. Khaki and brown everywhere. Right, so that was essentially the recap. That's what we've just we've just okay. heard. <laughs> you hear that? I killed a cop. Oh now come on, cool it. They haven't invoked the death penalty in Western Australia for years. They can change their mind any time they like. I didn't know. You stupid bitch. <laughs> and you, you drunken slob. It's it's that sort of language. Of yeah. got it out. Eleven o'clock. Anyway, tell us about this cop you wasted. Was that during the robbery? The robbery came later, after I got out of Parkwoods. Oh, you're a right little charmer, aren't you, Carter? <laughs> it's not Carter. It's Mackenzie. Nola Mackenzie. That's Nola Hazel Mackenzie. in the middle, who was drunk. I spent yes. 20 years in a stinking little hole in Sydney with a drunken family that only sobered up long enough to draw their dolgics. When I ran off and married Eddie, I thought I was getting away from it all. Ooh, Ooh lucky her. So clean. I believe this is what I call an origin story. Yes. It was like bashing my head against a brick wall. He was a born loser right from the word go. Yeah, well, we've all been through that. Have you ever lived on the Nullarbor? Oh. I like her little, let's get some extra cleavage going on in the all-woman's prison. I used to stand on the veranda yeah, trying she, to keep the dust she, out of She mind. essentially gets referred to as the flag in this show. All those people going somewhere. Yeah. And me. An impressive makeup for, like, in prison. So why didn't you want to it's, it's, it's weird the stuff they managed to get in there. Yeah. He kept me broke. He blew every cent we had on booze. And so you blasted him. Yeah. He was sitting there on the veranda cracking tinnies by the dozen. Stinking hot. He told me I stink. He laughed and called me a filthy slag. So I got his rifle, and I just kept firing. That seems then a little excessive. I and cleared off. Tried to get away. How far did you go? Not far enough. Eddie's best mate was the local copper. Oh, he was a real pig. He got on the radio to Perth, and then he came after me. It took three shots to finish him. You don't do things by halves, do you? I thought I could be something. Go somewhere. I don't know if they normally do this, where they um, have one character reveal their entire life death penalty over in, in, in two seconds. Yeah. Well, I thought I was entitled to I'm feeling life. very, uh, he Sorry, had it coming from Chicago. I did a bank over. Is that musical? On a goods yes. Okay. I know, something else you, I shouldn't I reference with you. <laughs> But it's a whole song about women who killed their men for stupid things they had done. 
Oh, this, this has loads of them. Pretty much everyone who kills someone has killed their husband for, for being a twat, I've got essentially. Yeah, to thank you for. That's quite a long speech for this show. Oh. Meg, would you exposition classification reports, please? Yes. And will you get a social worker in here? We need someone to relate to the women. But the one on the right is Colleen. <laughs> yes, I, I don't think um, she got mentioned in the recap. Right the turn of the century. No. We need someone now. I like how not color. Right oh, her badge was the wrong way round in the last shot. I am ready to go. No, well, I should hope not. Don't, don't look too hard. There may be things that are slightly off. Why don't you tell me? What is it called? If, if the walls start wobbling, don't point it out. Yes, sir. It's an earthquake. Well, it sickens me to see what Joan yeah, Fox is doing. Yeah, uh, a lot of those in Australia. You and Erica, that the women have no rights at all. I beg your pardon, but that isn't true, isn't it? Or get a social worker in here. It'll knock the bottom right out of her dirty little schemes. Yes, yes, all right. <clears throat> approach the department and I shall. The receptionist in the in the credits often well, never gets a line, but uh, when she does, she'll get credited as Wendy receptions. But it's in a way <laughs> where it looks like her surname is receptionist. Yeah. And then another episode, it was a Wednesday, Wendy brackets receptionist. So that confirms her name is Wendy receptionist, yes. the receptionist. That knowledge really got it in for you and Patty, hasn't you? Oh, she got a jumper now. Well, you don't have to be so quick. They've got loads of changes of kit. They do. They got a decent wardrobe in this prison. She's crook on you for nicking her money. Look. Oh, I needed that money to get my kids back. That's a point. She's got, she's got one of the new shirts on. You see that? Yeah. This must have been in the transition period. I thought there were rules among cons. I'm not saying what she did was right. But you do anything to get your kids back. I know I've been there. All right. Well, what about Patty then? One pinches dough from another crim and the other one lags to the cops. Even I know that's not on. So what are you going to do about that? Why don't you butt out, Trixie? No one agrees with what Patty did. Ooh, a Trixie. But yeah, that from the recap, Trixie got uh, mentioned because she's in for soliciting. House. That was her only sentence. takes on either of have me to answer to. Do you understand? Sure. I assume not dressed like that. <laughs> I wish you'd mind your own business. You now you have the devil's own job keeping them away from you. Mm. Oh, got some nice ca that, eye camera action yeah, there. Yeah, that's scheming, I'd call that reaction. Sorting things out. That's Judy in the, the time, uh, so essentially dressed as a 1980s lesbian. And um, okay. I've had me shots. that's her sister, a strange sister ah, Francis. A lot of people are grateful for this stuff, right? I suppose so. Well, sometimes we even get good quality <laughs> items, but uh, we've struck out this time. Judy, how long are you going to keep this up? <laughs> Well, working at the house. As long as I can, why? Well, sure you, surely you could do uh, better than this. And if you think she sounds American, she's American. That means that's that the cards are stacked against mm. me. Yeah, but Francis? something. Francine or whatever? I want to do anything. Well, I don't know. I know Judy I really definitely is. But it really comes out when Sometimes she says certain things. And you suddenly remind her. Oh, yeah, she's, she is American. Pension, yeah. a job, even a little dignity. Oh, I know sometimes people come through here on a downhill skid, but usually I can oh, help. Oh, yeah. yeah but now look that I'm listening. Place. Well, so what? I'm able to help people here. Do you have any idea what that means to me? Of course. For the first time in my life, Fran, I feel good about myself. 
bit ominous. Yeah. Something's gonna change. Uh, anything good happens to someone, that's you it. You got before yeah. take your back. Can't have that. I don't know. I gotta play Ooh, for matching time. PJs. You, you, you know, oh yeah, they. I think they're they're prison issue pajamas. I think like, all of them. Yeah, you, get a, you get a weird mix of dressing gowns though. That seemed right to me. Well, I guess I you mean, can use your prison funds to buy. And you're going back to Western Australia. Shut up! Nobody gets away with anything. What? How much did my? They, they seem to mainly buy makeup and hairspray. You fixed yes. both. Right. I fix everyone who crosses me, and don't you forget it. Hey, steady on. I'm on your side, remember? Good. I'm surprised she's allowed to You'll eat sleep in bed. That way. Oh, is she the oh, one that was nicking food from the cafeteria? I'm, um, I think there are worse things go on, to be fair. The eating in bed's <laughs> probably... They, they, they let that slide. All right, come on, come on. Up and at him. We haven't got all day. They definitely don't really seem like they're in prison, prison, do they? With these so, doors. The weird thing about saying that is they literally do have all day. They could, they could do nothing all day and they'd be in exactly the same spot. Oh, not that I'm trying to get rid of you. No, I know. Nola. No, don't worry, I'll stay out of her way. You got a job lined up? No. Don't fancy my chances either. I'm not trained at anything. Ask the screws to get a careers advisor in for you. Any help? Like Judy! Been the guy in the <gasps> line, anyway. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing one of them. About what? About a career, what do you think? Oh, she's got a nightgown instead honest, of PJs. It's been my trouble all the time, innit? I ain't never had a career. Just crummy old jobs. Barmaid, waitress, and... Yeah, well, I'm fed up with it. What did you have in <laughs> mind? Well, I don't know, do I? It's up to them. They're the experts. Let them tell me. You're supposed to have some idea. <laughs> well, all I want is Elizabeth, and when I get her back, I'm gonna look after her with honest money this time. Come on, you lot. I'm running out of patience. Yeah. Poface obviously never had a careers advisor. <laughs> Should have been a stormtrooper. Mmm! <laughs> <laughs> Little black sambo has nothing on you, sis. These pancakes is delicious. There's more batter left. Oh, no, I couldn't. <laughs> You're slipping. When Mom used to make them, you could sit down to a 12 uh, pack. Yeah, well, just well, just to remind you up, that they're American. Yeah. <laughs> just in case you hadn't noticed. Yeah. You know something, friend? Having you here is really nice. It's, well, it's like um, a family. Yeah. We've had some bad times. Maybe more than our share. Family shouldn't be like that. Now all this business about dad's will. Well, weirdly, she sounds like she's putting on an American accent. Yeah. You know, so she might not be uh, American. In the end, you could wind up with nothing. I feel like not they both family. sound like they're Americans who've lived in Australia for a while. I have a feeling I'm sort of. Drifting uh, on the accent. Judy was in like home and uh, not uh, home well, away, home alone. So, or one of those She's woman in, in some scene. The inheritance will give you ten thousand dollars. I think that's what now, she was credited as. Confederate well. bills, huh? Judy, just shut up! Just shut up, will you? God, I must have been born yesterday. I didn't even feel that knife going in my back. You only came mm -hmm. here to get pop's money. Can't believe that! I wanted to see you. Oh yeah, that uh, that's well, just like twenty years mm -hmm. too late. It's not too late, Judy. Hey, you could come back to the states. We'd all be together then. Oh, 
friend. If you only knew what that meant to me. Feels like nothing. Yeah. But it, it, it did have some uh, dramatic music playing over it, though. It did. You can, you can always tell the bits that are meant to be dramatic because they put some dramatic music in. Well, it's all right for you, innit? You've got a train. Just in case you're unsure. Oh. I fancy myself as an hairdresser. I saw what you did to Max. It looked like she, her hand had been put, put in the press. Hey, uh, oh, it do, does happen. If someone fucks with B. Oh, Mrs. Powell. Some petty here needs some career B advice. B is the top dog the in this prison. So any chance getting a careers advisor in here? What no, B he says goes. Before your time's up. You can see him then too. Since you already <laughs> have a job, get on with it. Can I go to the loop, please, Mrs. Powell? Make it quick. Smith! I just told you to get on with your work. She gets meaner by the minute, that one. What do you reckon she's made of? Granite and bile and all things vile. <laughs> <laughs> nice little rhyme. That, that's that's why these scriptwriters used to get paid the top oh, dollar. Sorry yep. about that. You're learning fast. Yeah, well, I got a good teacher, haven't I? Mackenzie. Yeah. Figure I might as well be on the winning side. You'll be all over the walls if you try that again. Just remember that. Oh. Where's she headed? Round to the loo, I guess. Then follow her. Oh, she's pretty tough. Maybe you want to side with her. <coughs> no, no, of course not. Then move. Bad things Doing happen in the job. toilet. Yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah, that's quite a road you got there. Yeah. Wendy receptionist has changed. That's a different Wendy receptionist. I'm in a bit of a rush. Oh, is it? A bit of a mess. What's the matter? I don't know. I'm confused, that's all. Do you want to talk about it? I can't think straight. Look, why don't you sign in? I'll take you to the Meg's meant to be the nice one. I'll be in the start room if you need <laughs> well, me. Yeah, they gave that hint when she was like, we need the social worker for the yeah, girls. Yeah. You in a hurry to get back to work? I've got things Ooh. to do. Fight music coming. This is fight incoming music. Stay out of things not in here. You know that. Oh! Hey, I told you. Nice. Keep out of it now. Just, just stay out of my way. Thanks to you, oh. they're shipping me out of here soon. And I'm going to give you something to remember me by. Wagger. Oh. <gasps> I guess in Australia it was just called Prisoner. Yeah. Oh, no, to guess who did this. It was yeah. called Cell um, Block H over here. Yeah, because we had a show called um, The Prisoner in the 60s and people people might think this was that. Exactly. <laughs> it's like how the Great British Bake Off is the Great British Baking Show. Because Pillsbury had the uh, copyright on Bake Off in the US. Oh, really? Don't worry, I want them to touch you. The next person that lady's going to deal with is going to be me. Oh, oh, oh. Thanks. Don't mess with me. So that's the whole crummy story. If I accept the ten thousand and forget about the will, it's welcome home, Judy. And if you don't, huh. I'm deader than a dodo. <laughs> Are you sure they're only interested in the money? Well, I'd like to believe that they're not. My sister Frances has a mind like a cash register. The weird thing is, I'm half tempted to accept it. But why? If they're trying to cheat you, I don't know. I mean, I've got a family here, Laurie and Jeff. I'll be a grandmother soon. 
Maybe I just don't want to be lonely. Laurie's her daughter that everyone's surprised exists. Mm -hmm. You have no idea the hurt that I had when my family treated me that way. I tried to hate them, but you can't go on hating. It gets you nowhere. I've got nieces and nephews in the States I've never even seen. I don't want to go and live there, but I'd like to see everybody. I'd like them to accept me. Judy, you've got a criminal record. It's highly unlikely you could go to America, even for a visit. <laughs> I never thought of that. I'll bet you one thing, Francis did. Still, I have got an American passport. I wouldn't be the only criminal to get in and out of the yeah. country. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure an American's allowed to go to America. Yeah. Judy wasn't think even possibly with a criminal record. Well, regardless. I think she might just might not be allowed to go back to Australia. You stay here, Brian. No, that's tradition. Ozzy will take anyone. She's been run over by a Batsy bus. I'll get her to the hospital. You make sure Brian gets back to reception. Jude, how are you going? You're Brian, the other side. I told you to stay inside. Now you two get back to the laundry and move it. Well, didn't anyone get the number of the bus then? <laughs> <laughs> I, for some reason, security is very lax I in this, yes. in this prison that's full of murderers and psychopaths. Too good. That's why Jude can just wander in. Give you a hole in the head. Scrums will be here any second. As for you, miss, you've been here five minutes and already you're butting your nose in. I didn't even touch her. That's because Patty got in first, so you just keep your nose clean. I hand out me own favours. Well, you're about to hand out your last one. Like what? Like telling the cops you were responsible for that robbery. A sort of farewell gesture. Screw. Uh, a screw is a prison right. guard. Yes. I want to know who's I'm pretty sure that is exactly how my students act if I have to step out of class. They yeah, got someone at the door checking for me. Yes, I assume so. I, you, you are essentially the Colleen Powell. Do I am. need help? Which is better than being the Joan Ferguson of your class, but probably yeah. not as good as being the Meg Morris of your class. They're the three prison guards. You think so? She's up to something. Yeah, it wouldn't I wasn't sure. I was like, is one of those, uh, one of the, this lady here that's running everything? That's Colleen. She's between the two. She used to be quite nice, then the writers decided she had to be nasty for a bit. Then they brought Joan in, who's really nasty, and they went, well, we'll just leave Colleen in the middle. Yeah. Right, just a moment, please. Excuse me. I'm Judy Bryant. I'm Judy Bryant. I run the halfway house where Hazel was staying. Yes? Well, I think you should know she couldn't commit that robbery. You seem very certain of that. I oh. am. I mean, Hazel, uh, she's drunk all the time. She she can't get down the hallway, let alone to Western Australia. Well, why would Kent make a false <laughs> confession then? Maybe she scares easily, but she's strictly small time. A bank robbery is not her style. <laughs> Everyone starts somewhere, Miss so, Wright. She, so, so, small time crim, big time drunk. That. That's what she is. Goodbye, Judy. Well, if you just sign in, I'll take you through to the something. room. The governor's finished with Mackenzie now. As soon as the extradition papers are cleared, you're on your way home. All because of those stupid bitches. Now, what about this Kent? She didn't pull that robbery, did she? All because of those Come stupid on. bitches. Oh, oh. Like you to hold and those two people she killed. Did she pull the job? Yeah. <laughs> That's the main think? reason. I haven't seen her yet. She's a stupid drunk. Couldn't even pull a cork out of a plonk bottle. <laughs> you know, it might look a lot better for that you. That makes it sound like a really shit drop. You're going to need all the places yeah. you can get. They're going to hang me no matter what I do. Then what have you got to lose? Think about it. You can take away things. 
Like you say, what have I got to lose? Colleen's not as good at admin as Meg. Okay. So Meg, st it. Meg stands at the back, doing literally nothing. You forget she's there. Yeah. Whereas Colleen at least maintains some kind of presence. papers to get through. Sometimes just ours. But I've got to finish me time in the pound before they take me, haven't I? It's just a couple of days. They won't mind waiting. Can't stay in solitary all your life. Um, you can if you kill yourself. Thank you, Mrs. Marsh. Oh, is that what you think is going to happen? That is a bit of... I'm, I'm suspicious the way she did that. She's like, there I'm going to die anyways. But, but, but there was She's no taking the money slow you. zoom into her or dramatic True. music. She made a false report. True the enough, but... There. But Hazel denied Unless they used the music up earlier and couldn't bring it for yeah. some reason. I know, that's what I don't understand. She must have forgotten. Or maybe she was drunk. I gather that's not unusual. <laughs> it doesn't pay to make waves. Uh, I like the way Hazel always being drunk has just become like an important uh, character backstory. Well, this is official, Meg, so don't get involved. But Hazel was either tricked or coerced into that confession, and Lovell knows it. All right. But Mackenzie has admitted to the robbery, so Kent can relax. And so can the police who railroaded her into it, if she doesn't fight it. She won't fight it. God, she'd know better than to try. <laughs> then they get away with it, then. Think of it as a compromise. Oh, yeah. At uh, yeah. uh, no point has anyone in this show turned round to Meg and gone, Oh, fuck off, Come Meg. Meg, in this job, you either bend a little or you break. Not once. You'd expect it happened all the time, me. but not once. Our Joan would be more than happy to pick oh. up your pieces. Because she's supposed to be the conscience, right? Yeah, but she does it in a really naggy way. Barry Simmons, I have an appointment to see Mrs. Davis. Barry! Hello, Meg! Barry. I don't tell me you're going to join the uniform brigade again. Right, so, what on earth are you doing here? Meg was briefly a social worker. Nothing permanent, so ah. try out, you and know, she was... Ways. I'm not sure if thing that he needed a social worker. Well, believe me, you're badly needed here. I can't believe the department was so quick off the mark. Well, it's so good to see you. Although I've got to say, I've seen you better dressed in the past. Well, this is a bit of <laughs> I haven't. for you as I I've, I've watched plenty of this show. When you were a humble welfare worker, and we both carried a torch for the oppressed. Well, don't let this uniform fool you. Nothing else has changed. Come on, sign in. I'll take you through. Sure. Jail. Can I have a word with you when you're through with Mrs. Davidson? Was something wrong? I'll tell you later. Mm. Let me leave a little mystery. Gee, oh yeah. Like you got done like a dinner. Oh, I never see anything now, interesting when I. On the left is Maxine. Nothing to see. Well, by the look of you, you love The really old woman is Lizzie. They both it's were mentioned in the recap. I think for talking loudly. Yes, that sounds very cool. I love that. They were talking loudly. Oh, come on, knock it off, you lot. Nola may be tough, but she's not stupid. And she has been warned. Well, that don't always work. No, but at least it... Wait. Oh. Is this a private party? No one was at the door. Join in? Anyone, not anything. What was that, Latham? I didn't say nothing. That isn't what I asked you when I came in. I'm sorry. You've lost your point for the day. Oh, hang on, what reason? For failing to answer my <laughs> question. But basically, if the prisoners lose oh, enough no, points, sir. they lose their privileges. Right. Oh, not a kind of what I figured. But a distinct improvement. Ooh. Your hands hurt too. No. Well, put them to work. Wow, that's a. 
She's literally the most horrible TV character there has ever been. I'm not altogether sure at this point how I fit in, Mrs. Davidson. You see, I prefer it on the streets. That's where I cut my teeth, and I find. Is his seat really low? I see you've done quite a lot of work. Uh, probably, and he's also leaning forward. And he's forward. leaning forward as well. A couple of new yeah. approaches to the problem, uh, which are now in general use. So much brown. We're not averse to new ideas. <laughs> yes. I hope not. <laughs> My main concern is that these places have too many rules and regulations. Okay, with, with his maroon yeah, shirts, being all wacky. I'm afraid. Of course, I understand that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a lovely colour scheme. Brown shoes, brown trousers, brown jacket, brown tie, maroon shirts. Just to show that he's a bit of a crazy guy. Do I feel like putting any guy inside a women's prison is going to be interesting? Layton and Lawson. It sounds like a law firm. <laughs> <laughs> the only knowledge they have of the law is from the wrong side, I'm afraid. It won't be easy finding jobs for Stop them. Stop being so judgmental. It's quite a challenge for you. Yes, they've <laughs> both got quite a record. Ah, oh, well, nothing's impossible, Mrs. Davidson. Is he a That's social worker or the careers person? It's, I don't That's know. Like he, might be, he might be both. Looks better like this, doesn't it? Oh. Yeah. You feeling any better? No, I'm not. On top of our little problems, two of the girls from the house here have ended up back in jail before they had time to scratch themselves. Police must be really impressed with me. This house is becoming a springboard straight back into jail. <laughs> what do you expect with the surroundings uh, so bleak? Right. I, I know it's a halfway house, and it also looks like it might be a cafe and a clothes shop. Facelift. Yeah. A bit of paint. Got a multitask. It, it kind of is. It kind of is. Meaning? Think what you could do with ten like thousand dollars. I mean, you could have this place looking really great. But I can't know. remember what I can't remember why there's a table in the front. You'd be just a sort of chump that'd spend it all on the house. Think about it, Judy. If we have to take the case to court, we can prove that Dad didn't know what he was doing. And do you think it's fair for us to wind up with nothing after looking after him for twenty-five years? Oh, I don't know what to think, Fran. All I know is Dad left me his money. That's what he wanted. Now, if I had been there, we could have talked about it and sorted something out for all of us. I know that. Life's not like that. You ought to know that by now, Judy. Yeah, the best laid plans at Mice and Men, eh? Well, if <laughs> I were you, I'd take the money and make it for myself. If you do okay here, I guarantee the folks back home will find it easier to accept... Well, <laughs> my wicked past, huh? I wasn't going to put it quite like that. Yeah, I wish I hadn't. <clears throat> Friend... It does. Really it does seem weird that her her family sort of disowned her because she was a lesbian rather than because she's a criminal. This. Yeah. Well, just make well, sure you do. Which came first? It is ten thousand dollars, Jude. It's not chicken feed. Uh, I think it was the lesbianism yeah, that came first. Yeah. But maybe it's a chicken and egg situation. Who knows? Well, I'm curious how much Dad actually gave her. It's Hazel Kent, inmates. I She's think it's like a hundred grand, but that's in Australian money, and no one knows what that is. That's like Canadian money, but no one knows how much it's worth. In fact, Australian and Canadian money are pretty much on par. So problem? She's home for yeah, that doesn't help me. I don't, I don't know what either means. But if it was her father who's back in the U.S. and be an American money, which would also be different. I don't know, but I don't think they've mentioned whether it's been. Um, Just between us, Barry. Sure. Calculated in the Australian officer. or American dollars. Ah. 
I don't think they ever thought anyone would dig into it that much. Come on, Maggie, come well, I'm like, how many kids are there? I'm saying is that this could delay release. Now she Let's say it's 100,000, whatever. Okay, yeah. go on then. And they're going, oh, Detective we're going to give you 10 if you, like, from you know, give it back to us. Well, well, I, don't like, know, like, I don't know if Judy knows, knows it's 100 grand. And is oh, okay. most anxious to avoid a rumpus. But it's like, I would take it all and then now, be like, the best course of action okay, you guys want some money? Come to confess see to me and be nice and maybe I'll give you some. To cover up oh, the letter verbally. Now, I agree. Well, maybe at this point they don't know. And so 10 grand might be more than it's actually worth. True. And then Fran's going to look pretty fucking stupid, isn't she? Now, what I want you to say is, and this is important, I want you to tell her to say that she made the initial false statement. Makes finger acting as well. But to protect herself from the other prisoners. You can stop right there, Meg. I'm way ahead of you. You mean you do it? Of course. Now, stop looking so worried. Oh, Jane, Meg, please deliver this line, but with extra emphasis. That's going to involve oh, Joe, nice to the full you. finger and pointing at Valerie. Well, I have a rather old-fashioned upbringing, so you'll just have to endure my formality, Mr. Simmons. Ooh, off on the wrong foot. <laughs> so so the, the Canadian to Australian exchange rate's about one for one. Close to, yeah. Oh. It's called patience because you're supposed to play it on your own. Without any At least it was the last time I checked. Maybe it's changed. Can't say I've ever checked, but. I was all set to blow the whistle on the cops, and now I don't know. That Simmons bloke reckons I'll be better off if I keep my mouth shut. You've been verbal, love. You've got to dob them in. No, do what the man says. If you claim you were verbal, they'll keep you in here for ages while they carry out their usual thorough investigation. <laughs> yeah. Thoroughly slow. The, the, this is the corrupt cops storyline. Yes. Could take months and months. Who knew it happened yeah, in Australia as well? His head's the right way. And 20, what, 40 years ago? 40 years ago, yeah. Oh, we ain't half a spunk, that Barry Simmons. Oh, he's gorgeous. Mm. That time had some real male talent in here yeah. to liven up our girlish charms. The only thing that would liven up my girlish charms is a bloody good smoke, and I haven't got any left. Hey, Chrissy. Bum, you don't smoke either. Here, Lizzie. There you go, love. But look, when you get your own, you make sure you give it back because I need it for trading, all right? Oh, dear. turn to see the social worker, Lawson. Got a bookshelf. Some room's still available. <laughs> yeah. From me, he can get social with me anytime he wants. I'm a good worker when I get going. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the same Barry that you've just seen a minute ago. Yeah. So, uh, like he's, said, the, he's the one they're all rusting over. Yeah. The, 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 the man in brown. Yeah. Barry Simmons. Oh, oh yeah. You got to know he's cool because he so sits on his chair backwards. I guess. He's like a, he's, he's like a like supply teacher, isn't he? Just fell down some stairs. That's all. But he does drama. You could press yeah. charges against your attackers, you know. I'm crazy. All <laughs> I want to do is get out of here in one piece, fast. And you haven't got a job to go to? No. What sort of work have you done in the past? I worked as a courier for a while. Hmm. Look, I don't really care what I do, just so long as I don't have to stay in any closed-in spaces. Yeah. Okay, I'll oh, yeah, she's claustrophobic. What about accommodation? Can <laughs> you get back to discuss? <laughs> trouble for me last time. Well, at least there's a roof over your head, and you've got to have something. The, the writers will occasionally do that. Oh, They'll yes, remind you okay. that, that she's claustrophobic. Well, not just her, but before, have you? something about a character. Some. This is my first Even though prisoner. he didn't ask anything about being claustrophobic, no. No. they just went, oh, just remind bits. everyone that she's claustrophobic. Like what? 
Well, we're really short of fags. You reckon you could sneak some in? We'd pay you for <laughs> it. I can't see why not. Only if you'll promise to offer me one next time. Oh, yeah. Reckon you'll fit in real fine. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I like how the social worker slash careers guy has already made a deal to bring it cigarettes. Watch it. Yeah, yeah, why not? With it. It's a flipping waste of time, isn't it? Oh, what should we do? We'll sit around and study to be brain surgeons. It's a, yeah. you know, you start off smuggling cigarettes in for the prisoners. Next thing you know, you're, you're throwing basketballs full of whiskey over the fence. Exactly. <laughs> Which makes no sense to you, but refers to about three episodes ago on this podcast. So, I was like, that's a really random <laughs> reference. It's not something that happened in this show. We're working on a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, in case you hadn't noticed. And you wipe that insolent look off your face, Latham. Oh, you'll lose all tomorrow's points as well. She really has a thing for this blonde, doesn't she? We can't even have a decent natter in peace now. She hates everyone, so essentially. Much more of this and I'm going to go potty. If, you, if you, you're a prisoner in this, yeah, you're yeah. against uh, the three. That's essentially what it is. Stupid yeah. She, she see, sees all the prisoners as her enemies. For the screws, yeah. you mean? Yeah. How would you work it? Well, we could start them all off with 500 and then knock points off if they're every year. Uh, Mr. Mina. That's the one. Hey, yeah. We could run an in competition against themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. We set up our own chart. And God help the loser. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because what are you going to do to the prison guard? I can only try. And if, if they can do that, why aren't they doing it already? Yeah, right? Contact, I'd like them to feel that a one-to-one -one relationship is developing. I mean, so I Meg's going to be fine. She's in trouble. I'll leave instructions for you to interview them when you come Ooh. in. Thanks, Mrs. Davidson. Much Meg's advised. wearing a matching oh, brown outfit. Yes, Ferguson. That, oh, no, uh, that's not Meg. Uh, uh, no, I mean, that's Erica. I mean, when uh, she walks in front of that door, she's going to be a floating head, isn't she? And I don't think yeah. that's what Simmons has in mind at all. Social worker for scum like that is a waste of the taxpayer's money. That remains to be seen, Miss Ferguson. Heather, I shall be a little bit in tomorrow morning. What's happened to Wendy? I'm going to visit to Driscoll House at the taxpayer's expense. I wonder if she, I wonder if pay close attention to the um, credits Good to afternoon. see if she's uh, called My name is Askin. Heather Receptionist. I'm an attorney. So, like, could yes, be Wendy's Askin. sister. Can I help you with anything? Yeah. Uh, I detect an American accent there. You are Miss Bryant. Yes, I'm Judy Bryant. Excellent. <laughs> I've been looking forward to meeting you. Uh oh. As you know from our correspondence, Dunlop and Hall are affiliated with Aristotle and Swartz in New York. And they're handling my father's will. Precisely. And I'm happy to tell you, the news is all good. Really? Yes, the case your family is bringing against the executors of your father's estate goes to court within the next few days. Unless, of course, the parties agree to settle. Now, we've had advice from counsel both here and in America. The will is sound and will undoubtedly be upheld. If, if you're a lawyer, you would just take someone's word for it that you were speaking to the right person, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh! Music. Well, because he just said the will's going to be upheld. Yeah, but also he just went, "Oh, are you, you you're you're Miss Bryant. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, have no. we got any ID? No. Straight in. Here are all the details of the case. Left? I've just had a yeah, on duty. Yeah. I was put Here's everything. What's the PRG? All the details oh, you would form. need to know. They're just about the garden angels for this place. Don't they like what you're doing here? No, no, they like it fine. In fact, they say I'm working miracles. Trouble is, they are broke, flat, stony, motherless, broke, and that is all I needed to hear. Maybe it's exactly what you did need to hear. Makes the money the family's offering mean more. Yeah, maybe it was all meant to be. I don't know. I really <clears throat> want this place to work so much, but I can't do it without money. Then take the offer. Uh, fans of the uh, podcast uh, Source Bottle Colour Watch will know <laughs> there's no source Everyone will be so on the table now. this time. So Especially when they see you again. Previously, there's been blue and orange, yeah, and we can't work out what would be failed. in them. Yeah, haven't uh, failed. This is just a temporary setback, and we'll fix all that. Uh, you know, we really should sign some sort of agreement and have it witnessed. Oh. Well, we can do that in the morning. There's a JP just around the corner. I just don't want any more hassles tonight. Honey, no hassles. It's just the sooner you sign, the sooner you get the money. You mean the sooner you get the money? Oh, yeah, well, we don't need to go through all that again. I just want what's best for you. Listen, I am not going to change my mind overnight. Let's just do it in the morning, okay? Whatever you say, Judy. There you go. And Judy's happy for the first time in this episode. <laughs> Nothing can possibly go wrong now. Oh, it's a regular work of art, is it? Yeah. Ain't half bad, is it? Now, look, come over here. See, I've got all the names of the screws down there. Yeah. Then all these columns, that's for all their points. Yeah. And then they've all started with 500. Oh, guess a look. Oh, I don't reckon it's right to start Fergo off the same as everybody else. I reckon she should have a few extra points so that he won't go bust too quick. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who decides if they lose points or not? Oh, we do. We make up our own rules, see? <laughs> Here, I've got a good mind to knock five points off. I love the way she had to explain to everyone what a chart was. Yeah. yeah. Be smart about it. Come on, Birdsworth, get the lead out. Oh, here comes Cranky Girl. Well, if you want to play stupid, childish pranks, you can expect to be treated like children. Rip. So much for your points, sister. Now, trying to goad me into taking all your points just so you can make an issue of it was a bad move. If I see any more of it, I'll dock a whole day's quota. Oh, and of course, sir. Uh, Leaving the recreation room in an untidy yes. state can cost you a lot of points. Clean it up. Best character in the show by a mile. <laughs> well, it was good for a joke, I suppose, while it lasted. Yeah, the Freck's reaction was very interesting. Mm. She took it more like a threat. That's because she'd have a fair idea of a reward for losing all the points. <laughs> He's an uh, amateur psychologist as well. Warfare. I could sweat it out one Occasionally, one when it suits the plot. What could yeah. do to me? Nothing. The screw's punishment would be in the waiting and not knowing. Let's rather rough them up. Yeah, well, subtly never was your strong point, was it, Chrissy? <laughs> no, we'll keep putting the chart up, no matter how often they rip it down. And if they dock us points, we'll retaliate. We're taking points off them. And all the time, they'll be wondering what's going to happen to the lucky loser. <laughs> oh, oh. The, the fact that they 
they keep saying that and not saying what it is. It's yeah. almost like the writers haven't decided oh, yet. Here comes the lawyer. Judy Bryant, please. Speaking. Yeah. Uh, Miss Bryant, Askin here. Askin? Yes, Dunlop and Hall. We met yesterday afternoon. Uh-oh. Yeah, further to our little chat about the will, I thought you might like to know I received a copy of it this morning. And? My colleagues were right, Miss Bryant. How long have they dragged that story out? I need to see you, of course, to make a for the money. She pretended to be Judy. After the phone call, about two minutes. But that's a mere formality, of course, as I told you. You think they'll at least get like an episode or something out of it? Exactly. How much was it again, please, Mr. Askin? Why, one hundred thousand U.S. dollars. Oh, it was U.S. dollars. Yeah. So that's. 20 Australian dollars or a million Australian dollars or yeah, somewhere in something between. Something like that, yeah. Um, hey, do you, you, you have a copy of that will there? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Would you mind reading it to me, please? Certainly, Mr. Now she's finding uh, out what's uh, going on. To my elder daughter. Oh, okay. Also, they couldn't uh, get the uh, person who played her dad to come in and do a voiceover. Yeah. After that, he goes on to set down all the terms and conditions that would apply if you were unable or unwilling to accept the bequest. Your sister and her family would... Uh, did he ask my forgiveness? Yes, that's what he said. Oh, oh God. Brian, are you all right? I'm fine. Mm. Uh, would you mind sending me a copy of that will, please, Mr. Haskin? Of course I'll send you a copy. Thank you. There was something about the sister in there, though. Yeah, I think you said, fuck the sister. I think that's what it said. Oh. Uh-oh. Judy, don't! Judy! Judy oh, no. That, that flimsy door didn't hold her. Yeah. You bitch! Oh. More fighting music. And of course somebody catches her. I know what I'm doing. I'm gonna kill you. I was only trying to be fair to everybody. Were you fair to Pop? All I ever wanted from him was his love. Oh, sure you did. That's why you broke his heart, you filthy pervert. Oh. That was a particularly badly made vase. Yeah. Oh, it's got, it's got, it's got all techno. Oh. If you die, you oh. Oh. the end. Of that's, course that's it the, is. That's the cliffhanger. I wish he could again. Right, receptionist. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see. Oh, this is my best theme tune ever, by the way. Oh, she's not even credited. Well, she didn't have any lines, did she? Nope. She just got talked at. But the sun and rain Christmas too. When morning comes around. Last night I dreamed we were Some of the some of the names do look like they're spelled wrong. <laughs> and like Graham? That, that, that is true a lot of the time. And Geoff? There, there are a lot of spelling mistakes in the uh, in the credits. I don't know, I knew a Jacinta. 
No, that's probably right. <laughs> I'm curious why a hotel chain is their sponsor. Someone's got to pay for this. Yeah. Guess that's where they got the beds. It's where they got the, got the set and the rooms. Yeah, exactly. 1982. Thing. There you go. Wow. Wow. I mean, that was a... That, that was a cliffhanger, cliffhanger ending there. For that's sure. a cliffhanger, as they call it. Cliffhanger, yeah. <laughs> So, oh. so that was your first experience of prison cell block H. What that was that was interesting. I have to admit, I'm a little, and I kind of want to know what happens with the the girl that was getting choked out there and the Francis and uh, her sister there. Well, that's the question I I always ask at this point. After the, we've just seen episode three three seven, what do you yeah. think happens in three three eight? I don't know. I hope the lady stops her from killing her sister so she can collect the money. Uh, but again since it's all about people going back to jail. But I feel like they need a pe person outside the jail like that to send the characters to. So, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm curious about the lady who's in isolation, if she uh, comes out of isolation. Nola. Yes. Nola McKenzie. Yeah, McKenzie. So. Yeah, so do you reckon she, she's, uh, she kills herself like you predicted? I think, I think she might. I think that's a possibility because she's – Seems like she's given up. She's like, I have nothing left. You're going to send me back to be hung, so might as well do it myself. What are, what other storylines are in that one? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, does does uh, Paddy get a job when she gets out? Now she's seen the careers advisor, Barry Ian Brown. <laughs> uh, if, she's supposed to, if she's due to get out soon, I hope so. I think she's only in for like two more weeks or something like that. Uh, well, or now so. she's been threatened. Does she last those two weeks? Mm. I don't know. I hope the blonde gets a job because she's kind of very uh, little ditzy. But yeah, she she was in and out all the time because yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. she's she's just one of those characters. Yeah. So I think Me. if you're not a main character and uh, you had you had other work, you'd be in and out of prison around the. Uh, the right. other work, and uh, I think she, I think she was in stuff like, like I think she was British, so I think she was in stuff over here. Okay. So um, you'd notice that people who were in and out of prison tended to get jobs on other shows or <laughs> in places, <laughs> or if B, for example, vanishes for uh, a big chunk of episodes, you get put in like solitary or something for a while. <laughs> She's doing panto that that's funny. <laughs> Well, hey, it's if quite you limited can work the, it, amount right? of places, the amount of times that how can you write people out when they're uh, in prison? Oh, put them yeah. in solitary. You, you either release them or panto. put them in solitary. Yeah. You so, got uh, about Panto, um, a few uh, a few months before this that episode of the broadcast, right? Um, the cast that you just seen did a Christmas special. Okay. Called Prisoner in Concert. Um, which consisted of the core cast, so Judy and B and uh, Erica, uh, not Meg. They, they didn't trust Meg to do this. Um, so, but they performed on stage in a male prison musical numbers and low quality comedy skits between the songs for a TV for a TV special. 
Um, it was so bad. The, the Christmas special, so bad. Only shown once in Australia. And that was very late at night, one March. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you say it, but uh, obviously it's never been released officially. But right. um, because of internet, uh, someone has cobbled together about half an hour of it into okay into one like uh, video. It's fucking atrocious. Yeah. It is so bad. I bet. I don't get that thing where you get embarrassed, but you know, when you're watching TV, you get embarrassed from the characters or yeah. stuff like that. I don't, I don't get that. My God, oh, I, I got it during this. Oh, oh wow, man. that's impressive. You go in. They must realise how bad this is. <laughs> so I don't know what the de- if the delay was down to the TV network or whether it was down to the cast trying to stop it being shown. Either way, they've uh, they they tried to bury it, and for like twenty odd years it was buried. But then, eventually, it surfaced on, online or, or bits of it. It's shocking, but it's it's so it's one of those things. It will be classed as so bad it's good. But well, I, I, think I don't it, know that Christmas special just sounds bad. I think it. I think it is. I think it's so bad. It it, it creates a new level of bad. I think that's what happens with it. Because it's they've taken bad to a new level. That's what that's what they've done to it. But yeah. that, but in the, in the same way as like a really really bad film, there's it, something very watchable about it. Right. Oh, but there's bad bad, and then there's like bad good, where it's just bad yeah, enough. Bad good, it, bad good does have some kind of uh, entertainment to it. Yes. To see just bad, how bad, bad Sometimes is. it's just like you you start watching, you're like, nope. This has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Oh, this has no redeeming Indeed. qualities whatsoever. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, at least like, you know, if there's a, a bad joke, a good bad joke where you're like, okay, I laughed at that or I found that entertaining or I was engaged. Like, so this, you're right. It is a bad show, but it, it's bad in that level of it's engaging still. I, I, like I, I said, wanted it to, I, I just wanted it to end. See, and that means it's just bad, bad. Yeah, well, and also I didn't want to have to look at them anymore because <laughs> it was what they were doing was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Exactly. It was so cringy. You're just like, nope, can't watch you don't, it. You don't want to see these women glammed up, singing and dancing on stage. None of them yeah. were singers and dancers. In fact, one it, one, you didn't, she wasn't in that episode, but uh, that one there, yeah, uh, she can sing a bit. Okay. So, so she did some, all the singing. Okay. Or all the all the noticeable singing, but the rest <laughs> all tried to sing, and were fucking awful. Yeah. It's um, it's one of those things, and I think when I do the Christmas special for the podcast, I think that's what we're going to watch. <laughs> well, In, I feel bad for a couple of invited other, that week. A couple of things uh, as well. Like, there's going to be some. Time it might be like uh, when the cast appeared on like a quiz show and stuff like that because there's so much of it on um, on YouTube and I think it's yeah. worth diving into. But that's going to be the main thing because it I, I've suffered. Other people should have to. I suffer was just going to well. say you suffered with it, so someone else needs to. If, if, if I'm going down, I'm taking someone with me. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's what the old saying is. Yeah. If well, I know that horrible thing i need to tell someone else so someone else knows the horrible thing 
Exactly. That's why yeah, I, I, I I shouldn't have to suffer alone with the memories yeah, of it, which have exactly. kind of been etched onto the inside of my eyeballs. It's, I need to share <laughs> the trauma. <laughs> it's, it's definitely PTSD involved, having seen. <laughs> it's uh, don't, don't, don't worry, I won't invite you back onto, onto that one. Yeah, I don't need to see that episode. <laughs> no one needs to, but also everyone has to. <laughs> That's the difference. Yeah. There is one other thing that, okay. that, that we do. And there is a quiz. Oh, good Lord. Right? About Prisoner. This is uh, one I found online. It's a fun okay. trivia. Every guest I ask the same questions to. Okay. And they're all multiple choice, um, as all the best quizzes are. Yeah. Um, there's 10 questions. I won't tell you whether you've got them right or wrong or not, but I'll give you your total at the end. Okay. All right. Okay. Right, so question one. Who was the original governor of Wentworth Detention Centre? Was it Anne Reynolds, Colleen Powell, Joan Ferguson, Erica Davidson? Mm, B. Colleen Powell. Sure. <laughs> Uh, you know, what an episode that featured Judy. So we've got a Judy question. What became of the character Judy Bryant when she was released from Wentworth for the final time? She returned to taxi driving. She embarked upon a songwriting career. She returned to her Native America. Or she retrained as a social worker. I'm going to say she retrained as a social worker. Okay. Pixie Mason wasn't in the episode you saw. The one you nope. saw was Trixie, not Pixie. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, everyone has to have that, yeah, pointed out. So, Trixie, not Pixie. Very easy to mix the two up. Yes, yes, very close. Um, Pixie Mason was a slightly dippy but very endearing young lady put into Wentworth for bigamy and fraud. Because, but endearingly, she was endearingly put into Wentworth and bigamy and fraud. But what was her real first name? It wasn't Pixie. Was it Sarah, Sandra, Sharon, Sinead? All the S names. Let's go with Sinead. Okay. Um, what was the nickname everyone, including the staff, called the prisoner Jeanette Brooks? Didn't see. Was it Mama, Gran, Mum, Aunt? Let's say Gran. Okay. Much beloved top dog, B. Smith. You've seen her in action. I have. Lost her daughter to drugs. Oh, what was her daughter's name? Dory, Debbie, Diane, Denise. All the Ds, all the D names. Yeah. Let's go with Doreen. Which character was portrayed by Gerard Maguire? Was it Dr. Greg Miller, Officer Jock Stewart, Officer Jim Fletcher or Inspector Jack Grace? 
I'm going to go with Jacques. Jock Stewart. Jock Stewart. He, yeah, he was Scottish, by the way. Was he? Just, just in case you didn't know he was Scottish, he was called Jock Stewart. <laughs> How many episodes of Prisoner Cell Block H were there in total? 501, 436, 352, 692. 692. Who was the favourite superhero of the prisoner, Merle Jones? You didn't see her. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't um, think I saw Mel. You like superheroes, you'll be fine with this. I do. Um, Colonel Courageous, Lieutenant Excellent, Major Magnificent, or Captain Marvellous? I'm going to go with Major Magnificent. Major Magnificent. On a previous episode, Dr. Steve said um, that, uh, oh, he goes, oh, they're not real superheroes then. And I went, <laughs> none of them are real, Steve. <laughs> I'm going to keep pointing that out to him every time I see him. Sounds um, good. The final line spoken at the end of episode 692, because that's how many episodes there were, 692. <laughs> Got one right. The final line spoken at the end of episode 692 was, I'm going to be the oldest biker in the world, Lurch. The oldest biker in the world. But who said it? Kath Maxwell, Michelle Brumby-Tucker, Rita Connors, Lorna Young. Let's go with Rita. And... Who sang the theme song on the inside? We heard it at the end of that episode. Beautiful song. Very moving. Weirdly inappropriate for some about women's prison. But it is called On the Inside. And so what more do you want? Who sang it? Was it Genevieve Lemon, Jane Clifton, Lynn Hamilton, Colleen Hewitt? Jane Clifton. So 10 questions. So I've just clicked on the submit your answers button. And the highest score we've had up to this point, I think it's seven. Oh, that's pretty good. And you have got two. Yeah. That points you last so far, to be perfectly honest. So uh, that's, you know what, for having watched one episode, oh, I'm yeah, happy with two. two. Two, four, five, six, seven. I think that's how it's that's how it's done. Right. So, uh, hey, you got to be. Hey, lowest is still a record. It is, and also there's always a chance that someone's going to beat it because zero yeah. and one are still there for the taking. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I could I could ch change the quiz, but I thought when I first did this that it was like ten random questions. Yeah. And, but no, it's the same ones every time. So, um, and one of them has the answer to a previous question in it anyway. So me not giving away the answers is kind of irrelevant, but yeah. so be it. All right, so final thoughts on this. Do you, do you look at this and go, why on earth does Greg love this show? Or can you see its appeal? I can see its appeal. It is, it's one of those things where it's, 
just bad enough that it's entertaining. And as much as you want to go, it's bad acting and ridiculous dialogue. You kind of want to know what's going to happen. Like they get you in there a little. And some so of that, some of the acting is all right. So it, yeah. it's only there are certain actors who are not very good, yeah. but they're noticeable and they stand out because the other ones are fine. There's nothing decent, wrong with yeah. most of the acting. Yeah. No. I, so yeah, I, I, think I, I can who, see why it is something that appealed to you. Yeah, but exactly. I, I I'm not interested in like any like soaps or anything like that. This is the only one of this sort of show that I like. Yeah. So uh, it it is. I don't know. There's just something about it. I'm not sure what it is. It's like in the um, you know, the producers where they get the wrong cast and the wrong writer and the wrong everything, and they make a hit musical out of all the wrong components. Okay. It's kind. It's kind of like that. They just put all these things together, and it just sort of works. And it's. Uh, it, I've never like actually that. seen the producers. Oh, well, spoiler! That's what happens. <laughs> uh, no, if you're going to watch the producers, watch the original one from the late 1967, 1968, or something like that. Okay. Not the remake. I haven't seen the remake, but there's no possible way it's as funny. No. Uh, it's Mel Brooks's first film before he lost uh, the plot. Um, and it's got Gene Wilder in it, who's always good. Which it, so, yes, and, and very good people to have in a comedy. Oh, yeah. And it, it is genuinely very funny. This. I've seen it loads of times, and there's a, a bit. If I'll send you, I'll send you one bit of it, a, a link to it. Which, even the, though, it, even though I know every single thing that's going to happen in it, it will make me laugh every time. Yeah. I'll, that's I'll with, send you that. That's with springtime for Hitler, yeah. Yes, but there's a bit of the when they're auditioning for to, for them yeah. to see who plays Hitler, and um, the, the springtime for Hitler bit is like the famous bit, but yeah, there's loads of other bits that are funnier and. The, the audition oh. scene is, I think it's one of the funniest things that's ever happened. And oh. uh, I, I've seen it loads of times. And that bit, I will, I will still go laughing at that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, that was a few. That's, I can't speak higher of it than that. It's like Laurel and Hardy, where, he, yeah. where, he's, where he's on the phone and says, um, uh, excuse me, I, uh, <laughs> I've got milk in my ear. When he's on the phone. It's, I, I love that on the ground that it's, a, a man trying to be dignified by somebody on the fucking and complaining about the fact he's got milk in his ear. That's the sort of stuff. Yeah. I think yeah. about that all the time. I think about that line in the middle. I, I'm shopping and I think about that and I will just start giggling at it. Well, that, that's a good sign. I, I just pass the milk aisle and go, ah, milk in here. Yeah. That's all it takes for me today, to be honest. I'm not... <laughs> very simple taste. Yes, yeah. All uh, right. Well, thank you for doing this anyway. I, I mean, yeah. I hope, I hope, uh, what with you being um, a teacher, I hope to, I provided something educational for you. <laughs> I, I don't know if I qualified as that, but it was at least entertaining. You, 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 could, you could have been a hero then and gone, well, that's taught me a lesson. <laughs> What I would have done. <laughs> but thanks for doing it, though. I know you didn't have to, but also you made the mistake of saying you had nothing else to do. And, Very uh, much true. I that, brought this that, on myself. That was it. That, that's all the encouragement I need to invite people yeah. on this. Like I said, it was, it was definitely entertaining. It's great to about how I do this as well. Is that? But the rose is here, our prisoners. Mm -hmm.
YouTube channel. When morning comes around, he used to give me roses. I wish he could again, but that was on the outside. Things were different then. 